Subiksha and welcome back to another episode of Not So Boxed. Today we are continuing our conversation with Rishabh Dubey, who's a young writer, musician, and a marketer. He's been very kind enough to let us uh, through his journey of becoming a writer. And uh, yes, uh, we are so happy to continue this conversation. In case you haven't heard the previous episode please do listen to it before we begin i'd like to let you know that this podcast is associated with podcast lab by india film project and anchor by spotify so yes let's begin the episode um so you know like you mentioned like uh when you were trying to get your book published for the the first one uh how uh and people weren't taking you seriously because of your age uh was there a time where you felt like maybe this isn't like thode saalon ke baad dekhte hai we should probably think about it later i should probably just concentrate on my studies and uh yeah that's my question <laughs> so i was always very studious nobody ever asked me to concentrate on my studies honestly and uh, yeah only once did i almost flunk that uh, one of my three boards that my mother got worried but she never told me anything so uh, i was privileged that way because i was always scoring marks i don't know how maybe that is that character which i was seeing <laughs> was actually helping me pass those examinations so my alter ego was helping me pass but uh, <clears throat> like even in boards i i got very very good percentage i did not expect to score that well so studies were never a problem so and studies were never my retreat i not say my reverie i never went to studies as like let's concentrate on this let's leave everything aside i always had this overconfidence that studies will happen i have to concentrate on something else right studies are going to happen that there's an underlying process credius is studying for me and he is going to tell me during examinations what tan theta what sin theta whatever so uh like for writing yeah when i got rejected the very first time i was demoralized i was like okay so this particular publisher has rejected me i'll go to this one i went to that one then in the next three or four months i had gone to around 20 publishers and i used to get mails then uh, 15 had already rejected me there were like five or six which kept rejecting me till the next two years like they used to respond kept me on a waiting list for the next two years kept me in this mystery and there's this contract of publishers so publishers you know i'll say as an author uh, i believe that there are many many publishers which are working for authors which are helping them thrive penguin is one of them uh, like leaf start one of my publishers is one of them yukioto one of my publishers they are very very helpful for authors they just are not doing just business they are helping promote creativity and creative people but there are many many you know vicious publishers they bound you by this contract that now since you have sent us the manuscript you cannot pitch elsewhere i still did and nobody can stop me it's my manuscript like to hell with them but yeah you cannot pitch elsewhere but the fact is we will send our acceptance two years down the line till that time you cannot even publish so that's why it was on hold because there were three four remaining publishers who had not responded till that time 109 rejections had happened like 108 happened then one last happened and it was nail in the coffin and uh, i gave up writing honestly i was like you know i, I cannot be done i was in standard 11th and uh, i had nothing to do 
and as such his studies were happening Kredius was a diligent boy so I did not have to do anything and uh, uh, but yeah this this thing was very demoralizing disheartening and I really thought I could make something out of it and I used to sit alone and just be like the you know these people who have become greats in the field of writing maybe they had something which I don't maybe they uh, there was some miracle which happened with them and you know such stories are not stories which have become mine uh, they're, they're stories which will always be of some third person some other person and I'll just be a witness and, and a spectator for such stories throughout my life so I had accepted that then came along this guy Srijan and he motivated me a lot uh, to pick up this story because I I, I used to speak a lot uh, I still do <laughs> as a separate uh, as I mentioned I'm an introvert but a selective extrovert so I don't talk to people unless there is talking to me so if a person risks talking to me they are in for a huge ordeal of you know conversation where whatever Cridius has told me whatever other characters have told me whatever I have observed whatever I have thought about sitting idle at home everything they're gonna you know get flustered with they're gonna get overwhelmed with so <clears throat> I used to tell Srijan about these ideas which pop in my head these three laws of Indian politics and he was very very impressed most of the time he was laughing of course and people called people always told me I'm having a very good sense of humor specifically at those times when I was being serious and you know when I, I, in, at those instances when I was being serious uh, when I was being like hysterical I was trying to joke around I was considered very very serious so th- this is a conundrum which I've always thrived and lived in but I always give a poker face never never embarrassed uh, you know, so I never be be like I always mean it like that I wanted to imply that so yeah my delivery is awesome I'm an open mic champ so uh, I used to tell him such things and he used to laugh and I realized that these things which I'm talking about seriously they're quite hilarious honestly and I can write them in a hilarious way he helped me understand that and I changed my entire thought perspective and everything and my writing process so after writing this book the mango man one of the feedbacks which I got for cry cause while pitching was that it's very complicated, uh, very, very heavy and very, very difficult to understand and very, very flowery words have been used. And uh, honestly, I'm, I'm still not sure why that was a feedback. But yeah, still, I took it as a constructive feedback and Mango Man was very, very simple and written with just, you know, tiny needles and threads of words and no big words were used, no big concepts were used and very simplistic to understand there was a narrator who was explaining things which were happening along the way throughout the story and uh, my writing style also evolved and of course with feedback from Srijan from the publishers from my family also uh, I started improving my writing and when I went back after publishing the Mango Man when I went back to publishing Krikos I made a huge number of changes to it it took me one year to just to uh, make the story just to enhance the story so it never remained the same book it became very, very different. The story was uh, uh, the story was almost essentially the same, but the way it was narrated was completely changed and evolved. So I'm glad that I was rejected 109 times. I, otherwise, I would have, uh, if one of those 109 had selected me, I had a very, very mediocre book coming on other people's shelves, not even people wouldn't have even purchased it. Now I have a good book uh, which has the capability of being great. I'm very, very confident in my stories and myself. Eventually, because science fiction takes time to get that buzz, which other genres do get very, very easily. So, yeah, that's 
<laughs> that's the entire thing i started writing very very young uh, i stayed then, very very too many times i think i'm getting that <laughs> don't worry uh, have you seen that uh, how i met your mother series of course of course ah, so have uh, you read crisis <laughs> <laughs> so there's this part right where uh, robin is acting on a news uh, report and they have a drinking game because every time she says i forgot the word but the particular word that she that she says uh, everyone's going to drink that literally ha huh, i think i literally i think you said repeat that word right yes. all the time yeah so uh, we could we could play a game obviously. with that yes we will play a game with that <laughs> okay uh, i want to know ki you know like how did you uh, want to i want to know ki why words why did you stick to writing after like once you've written your words uh, like you know book and all generally people have uh, you were young also you had the uh, opportunity the opportunity you had the opportunity to uh, you know try out different fields probably filmmaking or uh, something you know along the creative side too because uh, i see like you have a thing for science fiction and superheroes so you could probably you know go for design animation animation uh, <laughs> so these are the things so yeah i wanted to know so design i'll i'll say i'm very bad at design and animation because initially i was a bad artist myself and my of course my visual imagery is very good but visual projection is pathetic uh, my parrots look like crows some humans also look like crows uh, which i used to draw as a child so uh, that's a sad story of my life but yeah uh, design is not something i could go into film making is something i do want to get into i have wanted but there are so many stories which have stuck by my head right from the age of 17 which i wanted to write and i couldn't write because i was writing something else and i just want to get done with them and while writing those stories for example one of the stories i travel a lot so i travel alone also and i went to this place in kochi called alapuza and there i saw this vallamkali race happening and I, that's where critius came to me and talked to me and told me about this is uh, awesome story which can be developed about machwaras and keywords and how religion is something which is very very cordially accepted there it's a very very secular place again very very so it's it's an extremely secular place and uh, uh, the people are living in harmony there but there's a back background to it there's an entire story behind it i created this fictional story prodius did and he told me and uh, that's something i wanted to narrate but at that point of time i was writing this book called the big earth because of a personal experience of mine i'm very empathetic i relate with people a lot when people are going through certain things be it ecstasy euphoria or be it even those you know manic phases those lows not manic phases those lows those depressive phases so when people are going through such phases i really relate with them and uh, i related with this woman an, uh, an octogenarian woman who was discarded by her family and left for an old age home and her own properties were seized by her kids and it happened around my place and i wanted to write the story about how we are so ignorant towards old people especially octogenarians and uh, senior citizens and uh, this story revolves around this old woman living in this old age home and she has been living there for a long time and she has not seen anything any part of the world 
for her there is just an 8 by 8 room for her entire life and the earth is so big that she considers it small her earth is this room beyond that it's infinity for her so when that woman goes on a journey on a travel journey on a solo travel journey actually accompanied by one person then how is the world going to reveal itself to her that's the story i wanted to write the big earth and i was writing it that is why i couldn't write this this story when i completed that book i was like okay let's pick up this one but i had lost the mojo for this one so this one was shelved and i was writing some other story uh, they at that time but i did not publish the big earth story it's still shelved i want to publish it at the right time because they was something i wanted to work on because the sequels idea had also come so mm. i wanted to write the first part so that i could write the sequel well but then midway writing the sequel this religion story came back to me and critias is a very very again very very critias is an extremely a super enthusiastic anxious person anxious fictional person a hypothetical person and he couldn't stop himself he was like rishab you have to do this write this one and while writing this one a lot of poems started emerging in my head on women's day i wrote i wrote this poem called seven ages of a woman inspired by and as a satire to the seven ages of a man written by william shakespeare and such things happen to me so i'll just say that you know i am not done with writing only once i'm done with writing once i've experimented experienced everything with writing i am doing other things simultaneously i just re- released a song and i wanted to release a song for a very long time but it took me 5 6 years to go to a studio record it and get it edited mixed and everything and then release it so it took me a long time that's because of writing there are other things which i want to pursue want to deliver in life filmmaking is one of them i'm not very well versed in, in in filmmaking i have this idea i have these projections which will imagery in my head which i want others to see on screen uh, with my words i try to inculcate as much imagery as possible in my books especially cry cause science fiction is an element of imagery you have to make the viewers imagine it a lot but i'm also fantasizing at times that my books will be picked up by some ott i am in talks with one of them uh, i used to be in talks with two of them now just one of them so you can understand the love hate relationship uh, with that one one of them which still remains they are giving positive signs that they want to pick it up and uh, there are producers involved i think with uh, big and thick pockets hopefully big and thick pockets that's what i'm presuming with the word producers involved and if they are interested to invest money i'll be very happy so that's one of the things which i'm looking forward to it's for cry cost and it's a science fiction series which will come out on one of the otts but personally getting involved in filmmaking is uh, is an idea i'm going to work work on but after i'm this video stops bothering me with the story so <laughs> management is something i really desperately wanted in my life because uh, selling books is something for which i wanted to learn marketing my sister is a marketer and uh, she used to teach me things basic things about marketing about selling about advertising about the tools used for marketing but then i realized that why not give it give a shot to one of the professional degrees professional courses which are available and i joined this course called uh, mba tech which was a amalgamation of btech plus mba and i chose marketing as my major uh, in that course uh, i did that 
with the sole purpose of learning to sell my books but honestly i'll say i have learned to sell my books by not being able to sell them more <laughs> and uh, uh, that's that's where you develop these raw rustic plans to sell your books to sell more and to to be desperate about it especially living in mumbai most of the times i was very very self reliant and independent there were times when i was out of money out of bucks and then i was like i have these fifty books sitting in the corner that makes it around 30000 bucks easy money easy easy not easy actually so how to earn this money that's how that desperate mind uh, makes you do wonderful things and uh, that's how i actually started pursuing this art of selling marketing of course the theory uh, the tools which we were taught in college indirectly or directly they did support my endeavors but i'll say yeah college has taught me a lot of things it most pro- most importantly it has given me friends and a very very good journey but uh, even if you remove <laughs> that that college experience from my life uh, a lot of things would not be different about me my knowledge of course would be less but yeah that is not the tacit knowledge that is something i could have uh, gathered from elsewhere as well so college has given me very very constructive very very positive things like very very positive things like my friends uh, and uh, like my current uh, partner also and i'll not go into the depth of it so uh, but yeah college has given me a lot of sort of memories but uh, like i'll not say that uh, college was a very big necessity a good a uh, greatest decision of my life it was a good decision in me okay i told you the motivation behind it yes. marketing <laughs> yes that makes sense and uh, so i think like you've driven more with writing over the years it's been you know the i think your uh, there's a fire like there's a strong passion for writing to get you have a lot of stories in you so you need to you feel like there's an urge to get uh you know write them out and get it out of your system in a way in a good way uh, you know um and that's how you've been you know your life has been moving forward you've uh, like first you wrote your books and then you were like okay no how do you make this work better in a you know like with marketing aspect and then the marketing came in um how now that you're working with deloitte and uh, you know there's writing there's deloitte there's music uh how do you do all of this how um like uh what do you think of your job you know uh and uh, yeah where do where do you find identify yourself between all of these things job is something which uh, keeps me occupied so the writing mojo is not something which can strike always it strikes at odd times and uh, uh i am not a very outgoing extroverted person never been i'm extroverted with a very specific group bunch of people so i always have time on my table to write i'm nocturnal as well i wake up during the nights now insomnia earlier nocturnal so i wake up during the night to write not all nights there are certain days only when i get this this incessant this never ending urge relentless urge to write other days i am just doing my job and i don't mind it i i love i actually appreciate doing my job it's a very healthy work culture i like the company and the job is not difficult as not uh, i'll not say that it's the work 
I was born to do. I, I won't even say writing is also the work I was born to do. I'm still to explore what I was born to do. And I believe in destiny and destinations. But yeah, the journey is more important. So yeah, I'm enjoying the journey right now. And the destiny will come when it may. But uh, job is something I just do as a, a responsibility, as a duty, as we did schooling, as we did uh, uh, college life and going to lectures. A lot, Most of us did that as a duty and a responsibility. Just like as citizens, we have a lot of responsibilities, but we can ignore them in India, right? And we choose to ignore them as citizens. But yeah, there are responsibilities in your life which you cannot ignore. Those are jobs. And jobs, you know, get, get you these, uh, uh, I, I, you, you may call them honorifics that uh, that person has a stable life, especially from, you know, aunties who are friends to my mom, mother. So <laughs> those honorifics and everybody stays calm and happy and that, that person has a job. Even though uh, with writing, I'm earning three, four times what I'm earning in my job. I'm just doing it because it keeps me occupied and keeps me straight and disciplined. And it's something I can do. It's not something like, uh, it's not something that someday I'll stop uh, having the ability to do with my other schedule. So I, I do my job. I like working out. I like writing. I like uh, playing music. And uh, other than that, uh, no, there's nothing. I like traveling. So these, these are four things which I... Uh, balance out in my life and I have a process a very very strict process to balance them out and I follow that I, I'm very very timely very very timely extremely timely in life so uh, I keep myself uh, chronological chronologically uh, disciplined yeah but you came on a call before and I was like that's nice <laughs> I need to be on the call <laughs> no, but yeah uh, to be honest, I had delayed the call earlier, so but that was it's my bad. That was I wanted to be on time. But that's really nice. Yeah. Um, we like punctual people. <laughs> uh, so, um, okay. Now, I wanted to know, like, uh, what tips would you give to a writer who is, uh, you know, like, probably listening to this podcast and is also, you know, aspires to be a writer? So what uh, tips would you give to them? I have just this one tip which I give uh, every time I get this opportunity to speak and it's something I have been telling people again and again. I want this to buzz out to people for their uh, help and support in life and for their benefit only. So uh, if you've seen in India, there are five, six persistent passions, right? One is becoming an IES officer. One is becoming an IIT and an IIM management postgraduate or a doctor from Ames. And there are five, six, becoming a CA, becoming a lawyer. There, there are these persistent pursuits, right? And uh, how do you become one of these? Let's say, for example, in IITN, you go back, you solve questions again and again during your standard 11th, 12th, maybe even after that, maybe even before that, or both. And you keep solving questions again and again till you get good at the nine and you get the passing grades, the qualifying grades, you get into those colleges, right? But yeah, this is the background I wanted to set. And that's how you can become an IITM. Even then you have to struggle to pass that examination, that testing. And uh, only then you can become an IITM. And even after that, to become a good engineer, you have a four-year journey to get a good package of engineering as a lot of people pursue. And it's right to pursue, right? Money can be your objective in life. And they pursue that 
and uh, for that also it takes a lot of effort to build your character to improve your interview skills your gd skills whatsoever now any creative field any creative field be it music be it interviewing people be it your job be it speaking and orator right be it writing be it music they all have the same exact process just repeating and doing it again and again and while you are solving questions in your rd sharma or you know rc mukherjee back in school are you getting paid for that or recognized for solving questions or is any teacher coming down to your desk every day and writing well done not right maybe once in a while you're not getting reciprocated you're just trusting the process that you're solving it while writing initially you won't be able to solve that rc mukherjee question the rc mukherjee question figuratively signifying writing here you won't be able to solve that question initially you will write pathetically you will write a bad story a bad character development very bad flow maybe grammatical errors you'll do it again then maybe you'll solve that question in three lesser steps or faster with a better handwriting i could never do that so maybe you could solve that question faster right in writing also the next time you'll write you'll write better the next time around you'll write better you just have to trust that process without reciprocation without any hope without any support that's why i'm saying you need support additional support if you're doing it just yourself currently i also talk a lot about mental health because a lot of creative people they are up, they are pursuing creative pursuits they are pursuing creative field sorry and they are going on the creative routes but they are not seeing any uh, reciprocation any returns even through recognition or through the monetary uh, reciprocations so they are not seeing that initially for maybe 3 years 4 years some even for 10 or 15 years but you just have to trust the process keep trusting the process never lose hope because nobody is born great god even okay everybody is born a child a child who is as as shakespeare had said mewling and puking in the nurse's arms so that child doesn't know anything that that child experiences and learns everything throughout their life so you just have to keep experiencing and learning trust the process one day you'll get get to be a good writer a good musician a good quality and good repute even that repute will come when you are a good musician when you are a good writer when you are a good podcaster when you are a good interviewer that reputation comes honestly nobody can stop you and from getting that reputation there is nobody you can stop you if there are like minded people who are against you because of some agenda or some reason maybe your identity if there are like minded people against you there will definitely be like minded people against them so they will come to support you so you need not worry you'll always get some or the other support in some way but you just have to go through that grind and grill right you that shit that you went through i'm sorry for using that word but if if you don't go through that shit you will stay in that shit forever so when you are in shit keep going don't take it upon yourself that it's your failure your capability or incapability which is making it happen never question yourself you just gave it your all you're going to give it more next time because you have improved after giving it your all so i'll just say to budding aspiring authors to writers keep writing like never stop your books won't sell don't let them sell let them go write again maybe if you uh, if your seventh or eighth book becomes a best seller right your early six ones also start selling so that's how it happens that's how buzz works that's how trend works one of your books one of your stories one of your poems or even one of your quotes can become a buzz and make you famous and get you all the all the rewards and recognition and all, all the i'll say 
all the gratitude you need for your efforts from others so that's only something which a lot of writers even i have thought about it a lot of writers and creative people even think about that when am i going to make it you are making it right now by just doing it so keep doing it so that's just the advice i want to give people keep doing it just keep at it keep writing uh you know like you said that uh, writing you don't consider writing as your uh uh you know like something you're meant to do like calling or uh, you know uh you think it's just part of the journey so do you ever think like since we have a mindset generally you know ki say these are we have a ladder you know social ladders generally uh while when we are growing up ki you go to college you go to uh, you probably do your higher studies and you get a job and then that's something that you settle in and you know you're going to pursue that so in that frame like does it bother you sometimes that uh, you've not uh, your like you've not found the thing that you want to do for your you know the your whole life or something like that not as long as uh, whatever i am doing is <laughs> earning me and keeping me satiated and getting giving me the time to think about other things also so i believe that uh, i i need the time uh, of course everybody needs money in life that i am having other than that everybody needs time to think about their loved ones their family i want to care for people i don't want to spend my life without caring without being cared for those are the things which are really important to me i want my personal time in life and uh, yeah earlier i used to be bothered as to where this journey is taking me as i mentioned i used to be worried about whether writing will make me make it and uh, uh, whether this journey is a one which i am made for or what is the journey actually which i am made for i went through university and i did that uh, customary i took that customary route as well and i don't regret it and i really liked going through that customary route otherwise i wouldn't have had more friends in life and i wouldn't have been exposed to a city like mumbai and i wouldn't have lived there that gave me a lot of exposure i am thankful i have met a lot of wonderful faculties wonderful people back in mumbai uh, in my journey through nmims not through nmims at nmims <laughs> it's also through actually it's a tunnel name of course yeah uh, that, that was something which was uh, a part of that journey but i never consider it as a step of the ladder that my life represents that step is yet to be explored it's hiding behind a fog somewhere and i'm honestly not looking for it anymore it will come to me i'm waiting for it i am the boss prudius is in the boss that step is in the boss rishabh is the boss and that step and prudius both have to come to me now and as for my time and my willing and my consciousness they have to be helpful towards me that ladder will have to shine and show me the way where to go next Critius has to come to me and tell at at the time of my disposal. Tell me what to write next. So now I've not given control to all of these energies in my life. So yeah, there is a ladder. I'm sure of it. I believe that there is a ladder of journey. There is a purpose of existence. It's not it's not a singular purpose. Maybe maybe my purpose in life is as simplistic as just making people happy, and I'm trying to do that. And uh, i'll be very very happy if that is my purpose that is the simplest thing to do because i naturally say serious things and people start laughing and it's something out of my control it's involuntary 
for example i said this seriously so then you started laughing so and uh, uh, so uh, such things have keep happening in my life and it's very very easy and i, I don't like sad people i don't like uh, when people go sad and uh, when people are gloomy when there are people who are having having some kind of uh, reason to be worried about in their life so i like to re- not remove those reasons but i like to be a part and parcel of actually subsiding those reasons with other things which are more significant in life in their lives so if if that's my reason i'm very happy if that's not my reason if something else is the purpose of my existence maybe i am uh, born to be the first person on mars uh, i'll be still be very happy maybe i'm uh, i don't know maybe i'm born to be the person who sheds patriarchy or something some kind of a you know historical purpose or something i'll be very very happy i'll you know i'll raise arms against patriarchy you know men against patriarchy or humans against patriarchy men against patriarchy is an oxymoron i think so <laughs> yeah, humans against patriarchy if that, that that's something i'll still be very happy so i'm still i'm just waiting i, I hope that purpose is not very very antagonistic <laughs> that my purpose is to you know create an arc in life uh, I, even though i'll still be Uh, you know sadistically happy maybe inside but yeah. I, i hope that's not my purpose of existence i, I want to know because i feel like a lot of people are when they're going through you know uh, a phase like that where they're questioning it uh, i wanted to know what was the thing that kept you going you know a probably a thought process or uh, like this understanding that you've come at now uh, today is a journey you know it takes time to get into that mind frame that okay uh, you you know the acceptance part is a long journey but uh, what about the time when you are actually going through what was that one thing or few things that kept you going so i think i myself recovered from it i i was uh, in a very very depressive state at times in my life i was worried i had existential crisis people have midlife crisis i had early teen crisis and that's how it began and it went uh, it extrapolated up to my late teens and my early 20s not early 20s just till 20 and uh, it was a blessing for me that i'm a very individualistic person i don't look at groups i don't look at commonalities and communities i don't look at uh, bunches i look at people singularly i have this habit so i'll tell you what happens uh, depression is a very very big thing i I, I very very I shouldn't use that term recursively. Depression is a really big thing in the world, and there are reasons behind it. I'll not say that uh, the actions after getting depressed might be justified, but depression itself shouldn't be justified. Depression is not justified. Why? Except the fact that people are depressed. Depression is wrong. People should be happy, right? But it's not the people to blame who are depressed. They have been made to go through certain things, or they have themselves gone through them which have caused the depression but uh, you know what helped me personally i don't know if it will work for others was that i used to believe that uh, the whole world is out there what if they judge me together the whole world is out there what if they come to know i'm a failure the whole world i used to think about the world as one the world is even my the the place where i live in the society is divided into 10 different sectors i'm sure of it the world is not like a one unit right there are different minds different intellects different intelligences every person is different 
they might be of a different opinion but correlate with you they might be of the same opinion but still disagree with you right refute you so i stopped being afraid of collective opinions i stopped listening to it altogether and i started listening to singular opinions and you know when i address singular opinions i realize that behind that person's body beneath that person's body is also a soul similar to mine also human being and when two human beings are conversing they connect and if i am having any problem with their words or their thought process regarding me i can just share whatever is their belief they'll share with me maybe it's still negative right i'll address it as negative but then you you're addressing a singular part so when i had an existential crisis when i used to think that uh, what will i make out of my life such a studious child my family extended family used to talk talk about how such a studious academic achiever is confused in his life and i used to think oh so many people are saying i'm confused in my life what are they judging me or with with the background that i bring with the academically uh, well to do background if i don't achieve success like the definition of success i i still don't know what is success but whatever this is a definition of success as per them if i don't achieve that what what will happen and what will happen honestly what will happen you won't die right you won't die the worst thing which i believe which can happen to you is you die life is a gift gift even though chaos but it's a gift gift of good chaos you you won't die when such things are happening around you you shouldn't die nothing should be able to kill you like you should be always having this urge to live why because that criticism that perception that perspective will someday fade away why because even that person is having his or her or their own struggles in their life own journeys in their life they will concentrate on that they will not spend their entire lives just criticizing you or judging you they have their journeys families their own mental problems mental i'll not say mental problems mental uh, challenges right because uh, mental health strikes everybody it, it doesn't spare anyone so once i started realizing that this is just temporary and it was just momentary honestly and uh, what i do or do not do with my life i shouldn't always believe so nas i shouldn't always be so narcissistic that i have to make something out of this life that you know creates a historical impact on the world and eons and eons later even aliens from 300000 different planets know who rishabh the bigadi is what this is not the thinking to go by this will always create an existential crisis i shouldn't be anthropocentric i shouldn't believe myself to uh, want to become to a, to be a person who wants to become the center of the universe and this is a part of 7.6 billion equally capable equally good equally human people everybody has their own opinions which might or might not be different so why attach that you know that huge anchor to yourself that i have to make something out of it to satisfy gratify others to satiate others perceptions and perspectives those are very short lived one day a person will come and criticize aryan khan the other day he'll be dropping his son for 10th board examinations and being worried about and will will be worried about that right come back home and be like what will be my son's exam results today what will my daughter's exam results today he is not caring about others that was just momentary so don't give a damn to such opinions right because you are not uh, like they are not giving a damn to your opinions about their struggles and they shouldn't rightly so 
you don't give a damn about it you both will be happy and someday you'll be having beer together honestly <laughs> so i had beer with such people as well people have criticized my books i have shared a beer with them so uh, once or twice maybe but uh, th- that's my opinion and is the first time i shared a serious opinion you did, did not laugh Ho- hopefully you did not laugh throughout but yeah uh, even if you had i would have been very very happy very very happy so uh, i believe i believe existential crisis is something you can easily fight off if you just believe that whatever is happening whatever the troubles you're going through they're going to just pass this too shall pass so just let them pass and trust the process so now this brings me to our last question uh we generally like to end our uh, episode with uh, probably asking for any recommendations or uh, like book recommendations or a quote that resonates a lot uh, uh, resonates a lot with you uh, or uh, anything something that you know motivates you personally and you feel like you would like to share it with our listeners so yes a lot of quotes of mine also are something which readers have come back to me with and i realized that this is really motivating out of context <laughs> so i did not realize this while writing this uh, one of those is uh, only in darkness can you see the faintest of lights and uh, this uh, when i wrote this i was not actually i did not comprehend what i could imply with this quote and a lot of readers came back and this is a quote uh from this book from Krikos and it was actually a scene a depiction of a scene which was happening and uh, uh like there was a visual imagery that only in darkness can you see the faintest of lights and yeah, you have to catch the light and that person took that quote and not just one person he started a trend and there were a lot of people who started uh, idolizing that quote so much that this means so much to them and i was literally appalled i was flabbergasted that this is happening and then i started rereading that quote again reiterating it uttering it in front of a mirror and i realized okay this is something uh words worthy which i have written which i did not intend to so again something which i wrote in a different context has been taken completely out of context and made some made into something great but i was very happy because that's something i also believe in life that uh, the light so a lot of people signify light as something uh, for a lot of people light signifies hope and darkness uh, signifies uh, desperation or maybe uh, sadness or maybe struggle so evil even for some people so when you say darkness only in darkness can you see the faintest of lights in krikos i've shown a concept that uh, in space there is more dark than there is uh, light right dark is essentially not bad because of the dark the light can shine so you have to understand that the times of struggle that you are having in life those are the times which are actually going to build that shine that brightness which which is going to shine and twinkle for that small uh, duration of time Th- that darkness is a base for it it's the palette over which that star is shining so you have to understand only in darkness will you be able to understand what's the light in your life so embrace that darkness embrace the chaos and uh, that quote is something really 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 like readers came back to me with it that is actually uh, the beauty of written words because it can be taken uh, 
as a writer, you might write it in one particular sense, but uh, the readers, since they are all over the world, uh, they can take it in any uh, with any meaning, and uh, yeah, it could come up with a totally new meaning. Uh, thank you so much for this uh, lovely conversation. I had a lot of fun and a lot of good insights. <laughs> Yeah, also as a part of this conversation, I wanted to say that uh, I want to gift you a copy of one of these books. And uh, you just have to select which one and I'll sign right here, right now in front of the camera and I'll send it to you. Mm -hmm. Or maybe let's do what? Two of these books. You'll have to give me a... Okay, um, I'm... I can't pick. <laughs> uh, the mango one. I want to read that. I'm curious. Um... One can be something that you like, actually, you would uh, recommend. Mm, I'll do what the, one of the books which I'm not having here, I'll send that. The idea of simplicity is applied because uh, it's actually out of sync, and a lot of people like reading out of sync stuff today with different moods. So that book can be read with different moods and different times of uh, the day, different times of life. So I'll send that one and the mango. So I'll be just sure. signing this one. So thanks, Visha. Thanks for having me. I had a lot of fun and I took a long time to answer your questions, but uh, I did, did want to do justice. I did want to do justice to your questions and this call. And um, as you know, all of them were spontaneous. I did not have any, any idea what you were going to ask. So <laughs> I just said what, whatever came to my head and uh, it, it was really fun. So thank you. To have this conversation with you. Um, don't forget to like, follow and share and uh, catch us in our next episode.